Do you know the Muffin Man, the one on Drury Lane? As kids, we are taught these seemingly innocent nursery rhymes, but several are based off of gruesome parts of history. But is the Muffin Man one of them? In this episode, we will dive into one of history's oldest nursery rhymes, the legend behind it, and possibly London's first serial killer. On this episode of Technically a Conversation. Greetings! You're listening to Technically a Conversation, a podcast where we share an interesting topic or story with each other and hope you find it interesting as well. I'm one third of your hosts, Elena, and I'm joined, as always, by the man, the myth, the legend, also known as my brother, Jose. (laughs) How are we doing today? I'm doing fantastic. How are you doing? Great. I think you hyped me up way too much. Oh, no, I never do. (laughs) No, not at all. Pish posh. (laughs) Well, thank you for having me on the show today. Aye, aye. You're welcome. (laughs) (laughs) So, any interesting plans this weekend? Uh, Well, one of my sisters is having a birthday party, so I'll be attending that. One of your sisters? (laughs) Yes. (laughs) You, you silly Billy gumdrop. I know. I'm going to be the big 4-0. you're old now, girl. I know. I'm no longer going to be in my 30s. That's so sad. But it's fine. I haven't been in my 30s in a while already, so. (laughs) I still feel like I'm in my 20s, so that's all that matters, right? Yeah. I still have the mental and emotional development of an 8-year-old, so. (laughs) There you go. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, So it seems like, I mean, literally, we just recorded an episode the other day, but it feels like forever since we've recorded a solo episode like this, don't you think? Or is it just me? No, it it does, for reals. Well, for me, I've I've been doing nothing but editing these past like three weeks. So for me, it just feels like, fuck, I just barely finished editing the the two-year anniversary one, and we're already recording again. And here we go again, right? (laughs) Yeah, and that Saturday I had barely finished editing the second half of the episode that we had done with stories, the true and the fictional. Right. So. Ah, that was super fun. It was. I haven't laughed that hard in so long, but yeah, it felt like I've been doing nonstop editing. I know. What about you? Man, any shout out to any interns out there that want to learn how to edit and shit? No, just kidding. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, not much, man. I'm working the night shift right now. So I basically live during the nighttime and everybody's asleep. So it kind of sucks. I tossed and I turned all of last night as exhausted as I was. I could not fall asleep and I tried everything. I took melatonin. I watched a movie. I tried to listen to a meditation podcast. Nothing helped. And I could not fall asleep until like maybe seven or eight, I was starting to like doze off and I had an alarm at nine because I had an appointment at 10. So that's my life right now. Oh. Yeah. Yeah, that sucks. That's awful. That's fine. Whatever. Sorry to hear that. (laughs) It's all good. I'm going to have a three-year-old that we're um, potty training and... I bet that's fun. No, you know what? He did really well. 
he had a couple of accidents. I think that's just to be expected. But like now, I still have a couple of accidents every <laughs> once in a while too. So that's to me too. <laughs> no, I really don't. <laughs> but he like caught on quick, and he's very OCD in his mannerism. So we knew that as soon as he caught on, like he was just gonna. And yeah, like as soon as he knows he has to go, he runs straight to the bathroom. He doesn't even tell us. He just he just does it on his own. And I think he gets shy when we're around. Like he does better when we're not watching him. So we're just kind of like, okay, just let us know when you're done. Make sure you know that he washes his hands and all that stuff. But nah, I mean, he had the washing hands thing down even before the potty training. So it's been a lot easier, I think, than the first time around. Mm, that's good that uh, you're not having any issues. Yeah. And it's always weird using the restroom whenever there's more than two people watching you. <laughs> exactly. So I can definitely relate. Yeah, I can imagine. I mean, <laughs> even uh, as a female and I use stalls, like it's still weird when, I don't know, I just want people to hear my business. I don't care. I don't care if they can't see me. I just don't want them to hear it either. So I think I used to have like shy bladder or whatever it's called. Like I think with age, I've gone over it because I'm kind of like, okay, everybody does it, right? But for a long time, I hated using public restrooms or even at school. I hated it because I just knew that somebody was like right next to me in another stall. No, for me, it's a badge of pride. <laughs> like I want the people that are in the parking lot pulling in <laughs> to be able to hear me. <laughs> <laughs> I wanted to sound like a bass drop, you know, like when people are no. pulling into the parking lot. The sonic boom. It's like, <laughs> Yeah. No, I'm kidding. I'm actually not that disgusting. <laughs> there was like a meme or something that I saw the other day that said that, um, and it was a woman who posted it, posted this that said, there was a lady right next to me in a stall who farted and you could tell that she was really embarrassed about that fart. So then I farted too or something like that. <laughs> <laughs> so she wouldn't feel so bad. I was like, wow, I would not be that person. I would just be like the one that would just like walk away, wash her hands, walk away, <laughs> let her fart in peace. No, that's good. That's good to have solidarity. Right. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, moving along. <laughs> On this week's episode, I would like to shout out Jill, who wrote in and had this to say about the John Harvey Kellogg episode. Quote, excellent podcast. I'm new to it and have been pretty much binging episodes on my daily commute over the past few weeks. So regarding the recent Kellogg's post, great topic, by the way. Fun fact, as much of a poop pirate as John Kellogg was, he failed to deliver a cereal that is even high in fiber. Cornflakes actually only has one gram of fiber in one cup serving. Jose's Raisin Bran Crunch would be superior on the fiber front, clocking in at four grams per one cup serving. Hashtag fiber fail. Sorry, Johnny K. End quote. And Jill made a very good point. As much of a poop pirate as he was, the fiber content definitely does not own up to his standards. Although, who knows what the fiber content was back then when it first debuted. And I am making Jill the super friend of the week, if that's still a thing. Thank you. 
<laughs> Very well. <laughs> yeah, and that fiber content is what lets you make those sonic booms whenever you're in the public restroom also, so. Ay, wakala. <laughs> <laughs> you can thank your uh, raisin brand for that. <laughs> make those walls reverberate. <laughs> no, thanks. <laughs> All right, for the five listeners that have remained on so far. All right. <laughs> I don't want to talk about poop <laughs> again. <laughs> With all that business chatter out of the way, why don't we get started, shall we? We shall. All right, Jose. Do you like muffins? I love muffins. Okay, which flavor would you say is your favorite? The banana nut all the way. Banana nut's good, like if it's... Baked at home, I think, right? I don't know. Maybe store-bought's fine, but... The Sam's ones are pretty good. The Sam's ones? Oh, okay. Yeah, the ones from Walmart are still good, but they're, like, way too sweet. Like, I feel like like when you bite into it, like, you can feel, like, the crunch from all the sugar. You can develop a cavity as, <laughs> as soon as you're crunching into one. <laughs> what about you, Elena? Mine would probably be a chocolate muffin with chocolate chips. I know. I love me some chocolate. And the other day at Circle K, I saw these um, muffins. And then for those of you who don't know what Circle K is, it's a gas station and a convenience store. Convenience store chain, actually, that was founded in El Paso in 1951. Did you know that? I did know that. Okay, cool. Well... And what about uh, explaining what muffins are for those of us that don't know what muffins are? Well, I'll, I'll get to that. <laughs> oh, okay. I think we all know what muffins are, right? But there's two types of muffins. There's going to be the sweet kind and the not so sweet kind. So the ones that I saw at Circle K were obviously the sweet and delicious kind. It was a Hershey's triple chocolate filled muffin. And I'm sad to report that I did not buy them. So therefore... I'm not sure how good they are, but they look delicious. I think it's one of those things that sound delicious in theory, but I feel like by the third bite, you're already regretting it because of how sweet it is. Maybe, maybe. But you know what? One of these days, I'm just going to grab them and I'm going to taste them. I don't know, whatever. But the day that I went, it was like super hot outside and I just wanted a Coke, but I decided to get a, a slushy or whatever Circle K calls them, which I don't even know how to explain what a slushy is. It's like... It's like a raspa, but it's... A raspa, pero yeah, but the, but, the, but the ice is like finely milled. I don't know. Yeah. It's not coarse. It's like really... Really fine. Yeah. It's, it's almost like soft serve ice cream, but it's ice. Yeah. So it's like Coke and cherry. So I made a cherry Coke one and I had a bunch of other stuff in my hands and I was like, okay, I cannot grab these muffins along with all this other junk I have. I just, I couldn't do that to my body, so... I skipped that part. But, you know, eventually I think I'll go back and get them. Hashtag goals. Hashtag fail and hashtag goals. <laughs> All right. But I have another question for you, Jose. <laughs> okay. Do you know the Muffin Man? I have heard that song before, but I can't say that I've personally met the Muffin Man. <laughs> I was hoping that you would say the Muffin Man. <laughs> the Muffin Man? Hmm? The Muffin Man. The one who lives on Drury Lane. <laughs> That's what I was hoping for. Oh, that one. Okay. Yes, that guy. Have you heard of him? I have heard of him. I have not met him. But you have not personally met him. Well, I, I, that would be kind of weird if you did, because he's like from the, 
16th century. <laughs> the 40s? And the, oh. <laughs> no, 16th century. <laughs> oh, shit. Okay. All right. Well, I'm glad that you know the Muffin Man on Drury Lane because I'm going to tell you about him and maybe his not so innocent story. Do you by chance know the story or would you like to take a guess as to what it could be about? I don't know. I feel like all those old nursery rhymes were always about like some type of disease or some shit <laughs> or getting kidnapped and eaten. A disease. <laughs> if you eat this muffin, <laughs> you're going to get some kind of disease. <laughs> if you meet the muffin man, you'll get the black plague or something. Or <laughs> Yeah, there you go. That was not part of the song, but here we go. Oh, okay. I was pleasantly surprised that you didn't cover this in nursery rhymes on your 54th episode, which I think I counted correctly. And I went back, I re-listened to it just to make sure, and I was super excited when you didn't mention this one, since a post on History Uncovered on my Instagram feed caught my eye the other day. This source and all sources will be linked in the show notes for those of you who enjoy looking up sources like me. And just to insert my shameless plug here, if you have not yet listened to that episode on Nursery Rhymes, it's a really good one you need to go back and listen to it once you're done with this one. At one point, I want to say that Isela says something like, Nursery Rhymes Part 2 should be done. And well, you didn't ask for it, but I'm delivering it anyway. Although, this will be centered on just the one nursery rhyme. The one about the Muffin Man. Shout out to the Muffin <laughs> yeah. Man. Burr, 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 burr. <laughs> <laughs> at the same time. That's <laughs> what so happens when we think very much alike. <laughs> yeah. Well, we're like 98% the same DNA or some shit, so. <laughs> and much like I'm delivering this story to you all, the Muffin Man was a baker and delivery man in the 16th century, and I'm sure past the 16th century as well. But this particular story takes place then. Although sources for this claim are hard to come by, it's alleged that the Muffin Man was the first documented serial killer in London. Sorry. Oh, shit. I know. Sorry. You know that I love a good true crime story. I couldn't help myself. That's okay. I forgive you. <laughs> Thank you. Did you try going on uh, the Wayback Machine and looking at 16th century internet to see if you can find these sources? I did not, but I will kind of get into that. You'll, you'll see why. Now, okay. if you did listen to our Nursery Rhymes episode, spoiler alert, many Nursery Rhymes were indeed based on grim parts of history, but was the Muffin Man one of them? I don't know. Let's find out after this short commercial break. Were you going on break so early, girl? Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like we just got started. <laughs> we did. <laughs> Hey everyone, I'm Kelly. And I'm Emily, and we're from Whining About History. Ever notice how women seem to be missed, forgotten, or maybe even purposely left out of history books? We did, so we decided to take the his out of history and make it herstory. Each episode, we discuss the lives and general awesomeness of these historical wonder women, all while having a glass of wine. Or maybe a bottle. Come join us on all of your favorite podcast platforms at WAHpod on Instagram, WAH underscore pod on Twitter, and at Whining About History. Com. Remember, that's no H or E in whining. See you, See you soon. soon. Cheers. Cheers. 
And we're back. We're back. Jose. Sorry. I really loved your dancing over there. <laughs> yeah, there's no Isela in this episode, so I felt like I, I needed to be representing. <laughs> I, I. <laughs> Besides the dancing, did you enjoy any scrum diddly umptious muffins during your break? I did not know. Oh, fail. Just kidding. <laughs> I did actually have some banana nut muffins. But I only had four, and I finished them on Tuesday, I want to say. You had all four in one sitting? I did not, know. I think I bought them Saturday, so. Oh, I was like, wait, what? <laughs> no, they were the Walmart ones, so um, they were very sweet and. Crunchy? I mean, they were still good, but yeah, yeah, I, I normally don't like my muffins to be that that crunchy, <laughs> yeah, from all the sugar. Walk <laughs> <laughs> Have my blood sugar Bike. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, before the break, I introduce you to the nursery rhyme, The Muffin Man, which might actually be London's first recorded serial killer. And although there are not many sources out there to actually prove that, I would like to think that it is about that. Just because I too, like Lydia from Beetlejuice, am strange and unusual. You do kind of look like Lydia from Beetlejuice also. Really? No, I just made that up. Okay, I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> the Museum of London.org.uk tells us that this rhyme was first penned in 1820, and it depicts, well, you guessed it, a muffin man who lives on Drury Lane in London's West End. Basically, it's someone asking if you know the muffin man, and another responding, yes, I know the Muffin Man. For many, the Muffin Man was also known as Frederick Thomas Linwood, also known as a Drury Lane Dicer or London's first serial killer. Linwood was born in 1563 and died in 1612. And although there are some accounts of his crimes, there is actually no surviving record. Either this is one of life's greatest urban legends or one of history's creepiest mysteries. Or maybe a government cover-up. That could be it, too. You never know. The government loves to get involved. So not only did he deliver muffins, he also delivered your death. Yeah. We'll go into that right now. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> so during the English Renaissance, or as I like to call it, days of yore, Households regularly had food delivered to their doorsteps simply because people worked long hours and the last thing they wanted to do was fire up the stove and others simply didn't have a kitchen to prepare meals in. Jose, do you remember when we used to get milk delivered to us back in the day or am I misremembering those milk jugs from Lane's Dairy? You are misremembering. They weren't delivered. We would go get them? Something like that? I don't know. Yeah, we would go directly to the dairy and go buy the, the milk. Oh, okay. Which I think was like really weird because they sold milk at supermarkets and we went to two supermarkets a week. So I thought that was really strange that my dad would do that, but I figured he probably <laughs> did that because they were cheaper. Yeah, maybe. I What I do remember is actually going back with the empty jugs to the, the dairy to return them so that we could get like new ones or whatever. Yeah, that is correct. Okay. Yeah. Well, you, you're going to have a better memory than me because you were older, but I, I do sort of remember that. I thought you were older. No, no. <laughs> Remember, you already said you were <laughs> in your 40s, so I, I'm barely going to get there. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's right. Oh, yeah. 
So I guess it's no different than Uber Eats or Grubhub or whatever takeout people, whatever that you use to have uh, people deliver your your food at your home. Um, but obviously with way less junk food. Anyway, muffins were a popular breakfast option. And it wasn't those sugary ones that we're used to here in the U.S., but more so like English muffins. You know, the boring ones. No, I'm just kidding. No offense to anyone who really enjoys a, a good old English muffin. I don't know if I've ever had an English muffin. No, not even like, uh, I think McDonald's. McDonald's has like the egg McMuffin. Oh, yeah. I didn't know those yes. were English muffins. I thought it was just a McDonald's concoction. <laughs> no. So the bread that they're using is an English muffin. <laughs> oh, yeah. Those are good. I like them. I retract my last statement. <laughs> so those are the kind of muffins that the muffin man was pretty much making, selling, and delivering. So the story goes that this guy, Linwood, hated having so many kids hopped up on sugar and running around his bakery. So then he came up with this sadistic plan in which he hoped would keep the kids away and started luring them away by stringing muffins and leading them to a dark alleyway where he would torture and kill these kids with a wooden spoon. And, you know, what kid wouldn't think this is playful banter and not follow a muffin down the street? I mean, hi, it's me. <laughs> I would definitely follow a muffin down the street. Right. But hold on, like... Why are you going to go into details on how he tortured him with this spoon? Uh, kind of. Look, how big was this spoon? I mean, not to sound sadistic myself, but that would take a lot of chingazos, I would imagine. Although, you know what? Experts have claimed that a wooden spoon couldn't even render a person unconscious. So, no. <laughs> yeah, I think it was more of a fear thing. Yeah, it, it's exactly what it is. And he said to have murdered more than a dozen kids. Additionally, he also accused of killing seven rival bakers with a sharpened wooden spoon. And I guess that could do some damage, like a wooden snake that renders a vampire, maybe. Yeah, I could see that happening. All right. So kids came up with a clever moniker to warn other kids to stay away from the baker on Drury Lane. And if you're not familiar with this nursery rhyme, this is it. Hopefully that's public domain and we don't have uh, Sharon, Lois, and Bram fucking suing us or whatever, whoever that was. <laughs> no, it says uh, that it was no copyright, so I went with that one. That's why I went with that one. Oh, okay, good. <laughs> okay. <laughs> <laughs> and, and while we're on the topic, why we're doing the chicken dance? Oh, I don't know. That's the first dance that came to my head. Plus, that's only one of three dances that I have in my repertoire. Ah, okay, that makes sense. <laughs> All right, so that's the, the nursery rhyme, if you are not familiar with it. It was a very pretty song. It was beautiful. Aye, aye. <laughs> Eventually, Linwood was caught after a high-speed carriage chase and incarcerated, but by orders of the king, he was given a slap on the wrist, 
I would envision one with a wooden spoon. I don't know, maybe. I feel like that would have been appropriate. Right? And he was set free after all that. He killed all these kids and those seven bakers, and he was given a slap on the wrist and set free. To continue his murdering spree. Yeah, I guess so. Guess he must have made some really good muffins then. <laughs> right? <laughs> they really wanted him to continue making those muffins. <laughs> There was an angry mob that hunted him down several minutes later, and they beat the crap out of him, like a la Richard Ramirez style, except Linwood lived. Legend has it he died by choking on a dumpling. Too bad it wasn't a muffin. Yeah, and too bad they didn't beat him with wooden spoons also. <laughs> Maybe they had wooden spoons, I don't know. <laughs> an eye for an eye, right? Yes. <laughs> Be that as it may, there does exist a Drury Lane in London, but the story has been told so many times that the origin has been forever lost, and there's no written evidence of a murderous muffin man wreaking havoc on the streets of London, nor the city's first serial killer. Now, I do wonder, though, if this baker is the same as the one who teams up with the butcher and the candlestick maker in Rub-A-Dub-Dub. I was kind of wondering that, actually. <laughs> <laughs> yeah if you guys listen to the nursery rhymes episode you'll know exactly what i'm talking about yeah and you know what actually with the muffin man i didn't know he was a baker i just figured he was like a man made of muffins kind of like the gingerbread man or whatever <laughs> <laughs> the gingerbread man from shrek <laughs> yeah well I, I pictured that's what the muffin man was he was like a i guess like the michelin man but he was made out of muffins <laughs> Michelin man made out of us. No, he was a baker. <laughs> and I I kind of feel like he was uh in cahoots with the candlestick maker and the other guy that were looking at the maids in the tub. Those perverts. Binchy see, yeah, perverts. <laughs> so any thoughts on this? What do you think? What do you think of the legend or folklore? Is it fact fiction? What do you think? I don't know if it's fact. I mean, how many sources did you find that talked about it? Was it just like one or two or? No. So I have in total, I think three or four sources, but all the sources claim that there's nothing actually written down. Like nothing has survived to actually say that this is a true story or not. It's just people telling it down. So it might just be folklore, I think. Yeah, it probably is. It's still a great story though. I would still like to imagine that he probably did murder the, all those kids. No, I'm just kidding. No, I don't want it. That's horrible <laughs> to say that. <laughs> A part of me hopes that he did really murder all those children and bakers. He needed to whoop those kids with a wooden spoon. <laughs> yeah, hopefully it didn't happen. No. But I would definitely put it down as folklore, I would think. Yeah, I think so too. It's still a great story, though. Yeah, I thought so. There wasn't a lot out there, which is why this episode's going to be a little bit short, but I, I thought it was a good story. It definitely is. I never would have known about that had he not brought it up. Awesome. Well, I, I kind of hope so. I was like, I went back and I listened to the Nursery Rhymes episode. I'm like, let's make sure that he didn't even mention it, but you didn't. So I was like, yes, okay, I can write about this. <laughs> <laughs> All right, guys. Well, Well, on that note, we hope you enjoyed the show. And join us again next week. If you're enjoying the show, leave us a review, tell a friend, and subscribe wherever you listen to podcasts. Yeah. 
Follow us on the socials at GreetingsTAC, email us at GreetingsTAC at gmail.com, or leave us a voicemail at 915-317-6669 if you have a story to share with us. About the muffin, man. About the time you rub-a-dub-dubbed. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> no, that, we don't want to hear that. No, we don't want to hear that. <laughs>